0: Welcome to the Jolfman Podcast. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen and engage. I'm Neil Plimmer and I am the Jolfman, a name I seem to have picked up from children and teachers in primary schools. It's stuck and seems to fit well. I'm the host of this podcast and will be regularly looking to share thoughts and ideas about golf and in particular children and families' first experiences golf's purpose is to provide accessible opportunities for children and their families in schools the local community and at golf clubs to play golf independently enjoy playing together and learn as they play i hope you enjoy the podcast and please get get in touch with your comments feedback thoughts and ideas hello gavin clark how are you
1: i'm all right yes Marvellous! Sounds
0: awesome. So we'll get started. Um, So Gavin, um, Gavin, you're based at Winterhill, and we've known each other for a long time.
1: A long time. Yeah, it's been good. I've been I was fortunate to um, come across you, uh, whether it be through Twitter, and I think you were doing Jolf at the time.
0: Just the very you you and Gavin cousins were at the probably at the very start. I'm going
1: to say 2012. I would say before that but yes it was it must have been the very start yeah you know better than me so it yeah. was it was great it was, and come board, like like everyone I think that came on board learnt loads it was brilliant there's loads of coaches there that chatted about it and um, Jonathan was there as well
0: he was what's happened was. where's
1: Jonathan is he in the UAE Saudi Arabia
0: Saudi Arabia you you were in you were at JOLF what I would call it JOLF 1.0 so September eleven, Lovely. we 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 set up we got started People were then interested, um, and mm. I think pretty much you and Gavin were the first people we came out to meet to speak to. And you were the first yes. guys to sort of get on board. Which I think for anybody that does something, when other people do your thing, that's when it becomes different and scary.
1: <laughs> you didn't show it, so
0: no, no, no. <laughs> we, had every, we had every confidence in your, you, definitely we had a little bit of confidence in ourself and I suppose that the not knowing was, a was a valuable thing probably.
1: But the nice thing is that we could do it anyway, not knowing we still carried on ah, search we're forward. Okay.
0: We're always okay. So um, wh- where are you at? What, what do you do?
1: So probably 50% of my time is spent coaching juniors, the other half adults Um uh, it's largely seventy-five percent of my time is at uh, Winterhill Golf Club, and then there's a couple of schools I go to, which um, I run two private schools. But there's golf teams I run at both, and then there's other coaches with me who do some of the beginner stuff, um, entry-level stuff for the for the primary school aged children. And then, sort of as close to Winterhill as I can, I get uh, as good a contacts with the local schools as we can that then come to us so i can go to them and we've got uh, a relationship a link with them that we can carry on and uh, and be mutually beneficial to everyone yeah.
0: so a lot of your work is with um people sort of getting started the game and then a balance between the people getting started the children getting started as well as the experienced golfers at the golf club yes
1: yeah that's where most of my time is spent so mostly with um club golfers, amateur golfers who handicaps wanted to get better uh, yeah and you're still, you, gene golf
0: and you're still probably a rare breed in some respects that although like tends to find like through social media but a you know purely full time golf coach, so coaching golf all of the time
1: yeah and I, don't, I, I didn't realize it was such a rare breed actually I thought there were still many many of us obviously it's a dying breed as
0: such. Um, I, th- I think I think from what i've Heard from people and maybe read around PGA, and obviously, the PGA are going through lots of changes. You know, there are a lot of golf coaches, but they also s- spread their time around membership and being a pro, and retail and management, and there's so many different arms to it. Whereas, this is what you do, and you do that oh, okay. Time of
1: the yeah, I got fortunate the club at Winter Hill. They my boss left, and he was very kind. He said to me, Right, I've made sure the club are going to look after you. What do you want to do? and I, I just thought, sort of I just want to coach, that'd be perfect, and so that was 12 years ago, and here I am still, so yeah, it's good that I could do what I was most interested in.
0: So you've always, I mean all the time we've spent chatting and talking and connecting, you've always been sort of reflective and reviewing and questioning, um, and that and that continues?
1: 100%, yeah, I remember in the first lockdown someone said, oh it's quite a nice, I've quite enjoyed stopping and reflecting, and thinking I was like yeah I was kind of doing that anyway I was quite happy to crack on still and and do what I was what I was planning and had in mind but um, yeah certainly just it just comes to me stuff you know I know you've been really enjoying this process of podcasts and thinking to yourself and voicing it and there's just been some lovely stuff come from it and definitely resonated with me in that I might speak to people or just got conversations with myself. My two, my two boys are saying, "Are you talking to yourself again?" But I can see I'm getting somewhere with it. It just happens. I don't even realise I'm doing it sometimes, and they say it, and I was like, "Oh yeah, I am." Um, so yeah, it's totally natural, but I love it. It's I really find it helps, and it can be at any time. It happens, isn't it? It's uh, no set set time set agenda for me to go and be reflective or think it just comes to me it's, it's been good it's really i think it's all part of the whole package of what i enjoy doing
0: and from and i know that we're we're connected on social media and the different things from what i can see your two have got out and played a bit of golf recently as well haven't they? which i know i've not seen them do a huge amount of that is that is that right
1: they've probably played for a little they probably played for a couple two or three years we only recent in the last year we've probably been going on the golf course we do nine holes yeah because how old um, are your
0: children uh eight
1: uh no seven and nine tomorrow okay yeah yeah so it's been that's been great um quite interesting i think was it i think it might be one of your questions actually that you put out
0: i was about to ask you this
1: <laughs> do you coach your children differently to the children you have along in your lessons. Yes. And I purposely didn't get involved because I didn't want to be on my high horse and say, yes, I teach them. I'm exactly the same. Because as far as I know, I think I am the same. Right. I'd need someone else to sit, to watch and observe. Yeah. (laughs) To probably give a, possibly a more, the same or a different angle on it. Um,
0: It, But yeah, when you... It hit yeah, me on. like a bus. It hit me like a bus, actually, when I had an experience with my two, uh, whatever, before Christmas, where we'd been to the driving range and I'd sort of watched them and I thought, they're doing all right. You know, they can hit it. They sort of know what they're doing. They would be quite happy playing. I know James has played some through the summer. Happy to play. And I don't think I've ever really said anything to them to do anything, you know. No. Ever and and no. and it then and then I thought to myself, I thought, is that the same as I've done with others? You know, if they've been paying children or children that come into contact who, who there's been a transaction relationship, and oh, it was a real dilemma for me, it was a real <laughs> questioning dilemma that I probably have. Um, and I've probably taken the stance of playing alongside them more than I would do with maybe others, but. It then it then really it really got me thinking a lot a hell of a lot
1: no i think what you highlighted there the setting and which is in if it's if you're just playing alongside them and okay uh, that might that then can be different to a golf lesson where it could be a whole range of types of child that comes along whether they're experienced and they want to work on their driving or if it's just a bunch of seven-year-olds that come along who've never played before, it's going to be different. But I think it can... It's going to look different than if you're just playing alongside your children. Yeah, what, definitely.
0: What, one of the comments that did come back, and again, maybe think long and hard, was maybe mar- mirroring and marrying up parenting values and coaching values and things that are important. And I think probably over... Over the years, maybe uh, a number of years ago, where I didn't, I wasn't a parent, so I didn't necessarily any really parenting values, but I had coaching values, and I, and I wonder whether my parenting values and my coaching values are now more in line, more similar. Which is where I, I sort of came to some of the conclusions that the things that I believe to be true when bringing up my children are maybe very similar to the things that I believe to be true around the time we spend with the. Other children that we spend time with, if that makes sense
1: yeah, and wh- what would you say contributed to maybe balancing them out a bit more? Do you know
0: i think I think both of them being that little bit older and starting to play in competitive sport competitive sport or more involved sport rather than just having a bit of a go has made a bit of a difference. Um, I think understand I think also stripping back with the The children we spend time with in schools and and, and clubs, and starting to understand what we 're doing with them, so you know the purpose of where we 're at the minute with our business is around that first experience, mm. creating that love and that enjoyment of the game yeah. um, and, and as i 've said numerous times, you know creating a positive, enjoyable first experience. That then means that the children and the families want to do more and more and more. If they if they're then finished with us and they want to do more and more and more, then as far as I'm concerned, our job is done.
1: Yeah. So would you say so? Parenting values, coaching values. Quite there's a, definitely an overlap, isn't there? With yes, yeah. in yes, in either. Whether you're at home or whether you're in a at work coaching, yes. Um. Hmm, okay.
0: And and I think that's also you know a lot of the conversations I've had with coaches, you know there there are a lot of coaches because that's the sort of industry we're in. It, it, it's a, it, reflecting on reviewing, critiquing one's own values and what underpins why we do what we do, who we are has been a, has been a. a, a a recurring theme over the last 12 to 18 months and i and i see or i see a lot of practice you know social media you can see a lot of things i see a lot of practice where i think sometimes there's question you could question maybe some of the values that are underpinning that what's going on mm. um you know take for example that that extreme one where you see some extreme avenues of, of, of adults shouting at children uh, not necessarily golf maybe in some team sports And you Mm. think you know what are the values what are the ethics that are behind that um which i think are always interesting
1: yeah i think in those definitely in those instances it's you know it's the coach just got a whole bunch of stuff whizzing through them and they're frustrated and they feel under pressured and i did it i I put it the same as adults we're all well-meaning we're well-intended and our actions are going to be a byproduct of what's bubbling away. And those coaches, you know, who we see them shout, yes, it's wrong and they shouldn't do it. And it's not a nice experience for the children. I think um, it would be interesting to speak to the coach as well and see what's driving them, what's, what's going on behind the scenes to understand, well, okay, we see you act like this, but completely sympathize, empathize because I want to know it's the same with the parents Yeah, they're, they're all doing stuff and, it might not align with what I think should happen, but have some chats with them and get to know them and ch- talk to them and support them. And you start to, on occasion, start to see a change. And yeah, same with the coach in those instances. I think if someone could talk to them and support them, it would be as helpful.
0: Do you think, I mean, use the word empathy. Do you think empathy is a skill that needs practice or it just needs understanding or it just needs unearthing?
1: I think every human being in the world has got it in abundance and they've got all they need and they just need, once everything's dropped and stripped, then it comes out. Yeah.
0: And and it's interesting you mentioned that word "stripped" because I think we're, we, we have been working on that sort of stripped back version of golf to present to children. Mm. And I wonder also, and I'm, you know, This is not necessarily about me, but chat backwards, of course. I wonder if as we've stripped that version of golf back that we present to children, in effect, we've ended up stripping back also ourselves so that we're presenting that sort of authentic version of ourselves at the the same time.
1: Mm. I think then, you know, whatever scenario pops up, we're going to give ourselves the best chance to do what's ideal for them if we're our authentic self, definitely yeah
0: whereas if, if you go back to earlier days in your career where uh, I was definitely the case you know there's that sort of point to prove there's that want to be right as I said earlier on there's that sort of I, I've got to be seen to be knowing everything mm-hmm. yeah well that's, that's definitely not the case now and hasn't been for quite a while probably
1: no and I think as well as that it's like you say absolutely happy being with someone in front of me and saying i don't know but i can get back to you and let you know or let me think about it or um and i'll go away and find out yeah
0: yeah so 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 also maybe you know if if there is anybody listening there might be there might not be um and if there are coaches or if there are parents or other adults you know maybe being comfortable with not knowing is a good place to be Mm.
1: and I think that's Um, that can be possible again if we strip things back because often not being comfortable with uh, not knowing is a you know bit of illusion of the expert I've got to know I can't not show any weaknesses but again individuals it would be well yeah I I need to know everything and if I don't know something I'm going to give an answer even if it's right or wrong which could be not harmful but Maybe not the ideal thing to do. Um, so, yeah. That's
0: well, why I love these chats. Getting deep and... Getting
1: <laughs> <me>. <laughs> and it's interesting as well. We we strip it back to, like you talked about there, for the children, like, you might say, well, OK, a family of four come along and they go on a golf course. OK, start here, finish there, take as few shots as possible. Here's a club and go. It'd be safe and this... I wonder how because it's definitely stripped back for us isn't it it's well we're clear of all the other stuff that we could add to it we know that and i do wonder then and i think am, am i are we giving children a, as good a possible a chance to enjoy something well this is the game it's really simple get it in the hole in as few hits as possible if i always wonder then what's the children's experience of that what's their look on it they don't know any different and good because they haven't these had these experiences of just a, an abundance of technique at an early stage in their golfing experience and I know you've talked on other podcasts about sometimes a lesson isn't the ideal place to start a golf or journey sometimes it is um yeah sometimes it's, it's definitely stripped back for us and but I wonder what their take is on it. And we can tell because they're wide-eyed and I know you've said their tongues are sticking out and they're just engaged and they're on it and they're in the game.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. So it's always a nice indicator.
0: So so what are you saying? Are you saying how do we know whether they've had the best experience we can possibly give? I, I think... Or, or is the only thing we can actually control is that it, with the best means that we possibly have and the knowledge and the know-how and the skill, I'm presenting uh, the experience that I think you're going to enjoy. Here it yeah. is. Let's and don't try and are. dress
1: it up. This is the game. Do you like it? No? OK, don't worry about it. This is golf? OK, yeah, great. You yeah. I I, want to have another go? Perfect. Let's come back next week and we'll do it all again.
0: It's It's fascinating you say that because whether this has been the case for you but it's certainly been the case for me as a coach I wanted them to love me and the game so much so that I would probably do anything not anything but you you would you know you do all these wacky and wonderful and fun things so they enjoyed it which was a bit surface level whereas now it's like Here's the stripped back because, and we've stripped it back because we know we've been in all these different places all these different people. Here is the stripped back version of golf. Have a go. Let me know what you yeah. think, and then then we can build it back up. Then once you've said, "Yeah, I like this," do you want to do it again? Yes. Okay. Now now you're in. Now you're loving it. Yeah. You're. And the point being then is we, we're arming the child. If the child is or the family are then in charge with right now you can build it up however you want to do but actually if you just want to keep doing this
1: that's fine as well i think it's the same for adult golf as well there's beginner golf that don't dress it up don't make it frills and spills and you know i know with getting that's a big thing about getting girls into golf and they try to make it pink and goodness knows what else and just golf's enough it's try this come and have a go if you don't like it that's fine same for adults. Yes, you can talk about health benefits and it's nice. You get to know people and you learn new skills, all that sort of thing. But it doesn't need to be dressed up any other way. It's golf. Come and have a go. What do you think?
0: Do you know what's really interesting? I call that, in my right at the moment, I call that the power of golf. You know, we, it, it's not emperor's new clothes. We don't need to dress it up. It doesn't need to be frills, bells and whistles. And, I'm, you know, there might be some people who come in and go, no, 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 you're wrong. It needs to be this. It's not. The power of golf, I wouldn't say is enough, but I think it has so much pull that people should love doing it. Now, even as I'm saying that, I'm questioning (laughs) it, and I'm going to ponder (laughs) on that, which, again, is one of the reasons for doing this. It's really, really interesting. Because I suppose the the thing is we know the benefits and advantages and the the love and the enjoyment that people can have by playing. Don't we? And that's, I suppose, why we do the job that we do.
1: Yeah, and definitely, do, yeah. That it, that's definitely part of what I enjoy within all of this. It's lots of different things, but um, certainly getting them along and having um, getting them together, getting groups of them, and then to seven, eight, ten of them join as members and they might want to start around our short course or they might want to go on to the the bigger course but whichever they want to whichever they want to stay at they're welcome to and it's yeah it's it is a thrill to see them stick at it and get them hooked
0: it's a fascinating thing it's a fascinating thing that i think all the time sometimes think right i've got it together i've figured it out i know what i'm doing and it's just having that ability just to stop and pause, and, and you know, like we've done today, just chat. I think, oh, actually, right. There's this little bit. There's that little bit, and it's bringing all these things together. I mean, it certainly helps me. It certainly helps me. You know, like I say, speaking to people, connecting, mm. sharing it. Um, whether it helps anybody else or not, uh, we'll, we'll soon <laughs> see. You know, people on people on their dog walks. It seems to be popular with dog walks. People on dog walks listen to these things. um, Yes, yeah, fascinating. Really, is fascinating. So, if people wanted to get in contact with you and learn a little bit more about what you do, or if they're near Winter Hill, or how would they, how would people get in contact with you, Gav?
1: So, there's my website, which is gavplark.com. Uh, there's also winterhillgolfclub.net, which is the club site, and also I've just taken on, uh, taken on a new role at Huntswood Golf Club in Buckinghamshire so huntswoodgolfclub.com um, to go there as well which is like a 18-hole course but uh, slightly shorter a um, bit different to Winter Hill but yeah it's another coaching role I've got there so that's another place they can get in touch with me
0: fantastic fantastic well thank you for thank your you. time today um, and this, this as, as ever what I've said is you know I'm going to set up chats it's either going to be me having a little bit of a rant off, or a bit of a, a, a bit of a natter. I'm either going to have natters or chats. <laughs> so we'll definitely, we'll de- definitely get you back on to have a chat because um, hopefully it's reflective and a nice review in nature for everybody involved. So thank, thank you, Neil. Thank you for the invite. Go. Very welcome.